Welcome to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Schimpoli, APPA's News Director. Our guest in this episode is Chris Roy, General Manager for Massachusetts Public Power Utility, Shrewsbury Electric and Cable Operations, or SELCO. Chris, thanks for joining us. Oh, Paul, thanks for having me. Appreciate being here. Sure thing. So, Chris, um, can you provide an overview of Shrewsbury Electric and Cable Operations for listeners who may not be familiar with it? Absolutely. Uh, So, SELCO was established in 1908. Uh, Like all other public power agencies, we're a community-owned organization, and we're proud to serve our neighbors with just about 72 employees. Uh, And our employees cover about 17,000 electric meters and 16,000 communication customers. Uh, And that results in about a combined annual revenue of 64 million. Some interesting uh, factoids uh, were we consider ourselves a diverse energy provider. Uh, We do have ownership in multiple generating assets going way back, say, to the 70s. We we have a diesel peaking plant. We have a, a natural gas experience. We have ownership stake in uh, a couple of nuclear generating facilities. We have ownership in wind, a solar array, uh, and we feel like uh, that diverse portfolio gives us experience and insights into how the power supply mix should evolve as we address our uh, our overall uh, objectives. We also have Uh, a clear commitment to fiscal responsibility. And you can see that through our electric rates, which uh, on average uh, are about half of the nearby investor-owned utilities, which is a huge economic engine for our uh, our community. Uh, And in addition to the energy services, we're in the middle of a significant uh, $30 million fiber infrastructure investment to also bring the next generation of connectivity services to our uh, residents and businesses. You know, not to be remiss in mentioning uh, for both of these services too, our cable and electric services consistently uh, receive high customer satisfaction ratings. We we surpass 90% on, on nearly all of our survey questions and they are a clear reflection of our dedication to, to the community and attention to customer service, quality, and reliability. Lastly, I kind of wanted to mention just as as another, I think, important point uh, for uh, important pride for Selco and public power in general. Um, You know, as as a responsible community member, we contribute uh, nearly $2 million annually to the the municipal general fund, which places us as as, uh, the highest and the single contributor to that tax-based fund. Uh, And so, you know, we also extend our our technical expertise through providing managed IT services to the municipal departments. Uh, So really we we try and carry that banner of true public service in all facets of the community. Uh, yeah, just one quick follow-up with respect to your your high uh, customer service measurements. What is there anything in particular that that jumps out at you in terms of of what you guys do to to maintain that level of high satisfaction? Sure, that's a great question. We, I, I would argue that every decision we make is customer centric. So we anywhere from say on call re, uh, requirements where all of our um, employees that are in an operations role and on call duty have to be within 30 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. And in fact, many live in town. So response times to outages are incredible. 
Um, you know, the system knowledge through having a local workforce uh, contributes to that. Um, you know, that that goes on both fiber and electric service. Uh, we have our our customer service group here is is right in town and um, we're available. You can walk in. Um, you know, many of the, you know, our, our larger counterparts, you know, especially on the investor-owned side, there isn't a physical call center to go to. So we're here if you have a question. Uh, and so all of that contributes, you know, I think to those ratings. And, you know, we just said we have excellent employees that just inherently go above and beyond on a daily basis. So, Chris, as you know, Selco has a goal of reaching 100% net zero carbon emissions by 2032. Uh, can you offer additional details on how the utility plans to reach this goal? Sure, that's a great question, and uh, I'm happy to go into more detail on that. This is a, a key strategy for not only Selco but all utilities across the country. So, at the at the core of of our uh, emissions reduction goals is our power supply policy. It was first adopted in 2021, and in that policy, it establishes clear annual targets to progress us down the pathway to full non-emitting status by 2032. And so each year we then implement several other strategies to make sure we hit those targets. Uh, in the short term, we have our uh, investment in renewable energy certificates, renewable energy credits, if you will, but really largely RECs, known as RECs for short. And by leveraging RECs, we are directing Selco's investment funds to the generating resources that we're hoping for future development. That way, over time, we can transition away from just buying renewable energy certificates to buying a bundled product with an actual project that delivers energy and a REC in one combined um, contract. Uh, we also leverage a uh, signing contract with renewable suppliers throughout New England and participating in other projects outside of our service territory, as I kind of mentioned in the previous question. And we also build our non-emitting generation within our, our Selco uh, service territory. Uh, currently in, in our own footprint, we're proud of, of several projects. We have two solar arrays. Uh, we work closely with uh, the municipal departments on adding rooftop store, uh, solar. And uh, we also have, uh, in 2024, we're anticipating uh, bringing online our first utility scale battery storage array. We have, uh, we're, we're fortunate in that we have a, a number of desirable sites across Shrewsbury for storage. And, uh, and that project would be our, our um, first launch into looking at what we really can do from any, anything from, you know, microgrids to peak shaving, you know, the, the whole uh, frequency regulation, all of these that, that we could get uh, out of a, a utility scale battery. And, and we have several projects in the pipeline. Uh, it's just the first one on our plate is, is expected to come online next year. The other, uh, point I wanted to, to mention is we also implement, uh, we have an integrated resources team here. And so we truly are trying to combine not only the supply side that I just spoke about, but we, we, we feel it's a key, you know, component to incorporate the demand side. So we have a, an integrated resources team that leverages not only 
the supply side uh, emissions reduction targets to get our power supply to 100% non-emitting by 2032. But we also implement the demand side to manage the, the if you will, the load side of the portfolio to help uh, um, the strategic electrification component and then help Shrewsbury as a whole um, reduce its overall emissions and carbon footprint. You talked about um, fiber investment previously. Can you uh, elaborate on that topic and talk about what your utility is doing with respect to broadband and increasing internet access? Yeah, that's another great question. So we are very enthusiastic about our fiber deployment. As I had mentioned previously, we're investing $30 million to extend fiber to every home and business throughout Shrewsbury. Uh, and really, the idea is to be able to provide virtually limitless bandwidth to anyone that chooses to live or or work within our service territory. You know, we, we feel here that broadband is really proving itself as one of those key services uh, s- similar to electricity where uh, for economic development purposes, you know, certainly the the last few years of a pandemic and work from home and telehealth and e-commerce have shown that a reliable, affordable access to broadband is is, is critical to the well-being of, of not only our community, but the country. Um, so we're, we're spending a lot of uh, time to, to make sure we provide uh, the second to none uh, fiber, fiber product for, for our for our customers. We have a few items that we're particularly proud about. You know, we offer uh, an income eligible discount uh, that doesn't rely on the affordable connectivity plan funding. So that way we know that's available to our customers on a regular basis. Uh, Certainly during the the pandemic, we actually provided free broadband to households that were struggling to pay their bills who also had students that were engaged in remote learning. Uh, so we are proud to be able to offer that. Again, leveraging our public service, our public-oriented business model is public power, and translating that—that's typically known for electricity—translating that to the uh, communications sector. Um, and so we're we're really proud to be able to do that, and we feel like that combining the the two business models between a broadband offering and electric offering is going to set us apart from, uh, you know, your your other typical communities. So, as you know, Selco was designated a smart energy provider by APPA. Can you talk about how the utility achieved this? Yeah, that's a, that's another great question. So, right. we, were, we were thrilled to receive recognition uh, on that as a utility that's leading the way in, in smart energy practices. Uh, we work really hard at that. We, we scored a new high total score of 90 out of 100 which is we feel is a huge achievement for us, and we're very proud of that. It's it's a reflection of our commitment to implementing programs that promote electrification, energy energy efficiency. Uh, again, tying in uh, that integrated resources approach that we're we're leveraging to achieve our overall big picture goals. And uh, and at the same time, I think it's really key to note that we're doing all of that while also keeping rates incredibly affordable. We're really big into supporting strategic electrification. We have a range of really good incentive programs to help our customers make that switch. Uh, We recognize our role in in helping people make those informed decisions. Our hope is 
to continue to grow our role as a trusted energy advisor within the community. You know, anything from solar panels, to Wi-Fi thermostats, electric vehicles, heat pumps, weatherization, uh, electric yard equipment, uh, EV chargers. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so, we're again, going back to the roots of our public power business model, uh, we're dedicated to providing the community with the tools and resources, advice and access that they need to, to make those decisions. Um, I did also want to touch briefly on the fact that Selco was recently honored with the Excellence in Public Power Communications Award from APPA. Uh, this this uh, you know prestigious recognition was earned through the submission of our comprehensive 2021 sustainability report, which dovetails on a lot of these similar items. And so in that in that document, which is available on our website. Uh, you know, the purpose of that report was to highlight Selco's uh, advancements and objectives in, the, in that realm of sustainability, decarbonization, and electrification. So um, certainly we're proud of that and, and encourage anyone to take a look at that uh, as a resource um, for themselves. So, so my wrap-up question, I um, wanted to kind of step back and maybe take a broader view of, of the utility and your vision um, for Selco. What are your what are your long-term goals for Selco? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So, we've established an umbrella mission statement, if you will, is uh, as establishing Selco as the role model utility. So it's not necessarily in that umbrella statement, it's not necessarily specific to any one category, but in every aspect of our utility, we're looking to be the role model, our customer service, our rates, our reliability, our, you know, our public service, our coordination with the town, our efforts in, in economic development, and really the prosperity and well-being of our community, and more broadly as the role model, if others you know, repeat that same uh, outlook, then, you know, we'll uh, we'll put our, our country in a, in a better spot day over day. So we, we focused into to, to achieve the role model status. We we've broken our business down into several focus areas. And so we look, as, as I kind of mentioned in that list, uh, oper operational resilience, customer experience, environmental stewardship, finances and rates community relationships and workforce and culture. And so in order to establish ourselves as the role model utility within those categories, we assign goals, initiatives, and then measure the, the KPIs, the key performance indicators to you know, keep us on track and, and on target to, to make progress in each of those categories. Uh, so that that's our, our overarching approach to all of this. I mean, you, you, we, you asked the, the great question about non-emitting status by 2032, you know, fiber access, broad fiber access, that's affordable. That's a major goal. And again, we, we feel like by accomplishing these and providing, you know, readily available information, we can make this, you know, this approach widely available and establish ourselves as the role model utility. Okay, great, Chris. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today, and in particular, we've talked about a lot of projects that are going to come to fruition in the near future. So in that context, we'd love to, to have you back at some point where we can revisit where things stand with those projects and any anything else you'd like to talk about. Absolutely. My pleasure. I, I appreciate you having me. Sure thanks. So thanks again, Chris.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Public Power Now, which is produced by Julio Guerrero, graphic and digital designer at APPA. I'm Paul Champoli, and we'll be back next week with more from the world of public power.